Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad you're here with us today. Big, big show for you today. We've got a lot of videos to go to. We'll talk about the end of the World Economic Forum's Davos meeting and what came out of that. Antifa riots, uh, mass shootings, just chaos across the board today, and we will get into all of it and try to uncover the truth and, of course, be taking your phone calls uh, throughout the show as well. I want to start today with the latest Reese report from Greg Reese to be found at band.video and infowars.com. It's called The Big Banks and the Plan to Steal Your Money. Or the, rather, the big banks in the IMF plan on stealing your money. Here's the latest from Gregory. Share this video at Bandai Video, folks. Let's watch. Canadian veteran and political activist Jeremy McKenzie, known as the Raging Dissident, was just notified that he can no longer do banking in Canada. As part of ending the relationship with us today, um, you're not to visit any of the Scotiabank branches or bank premises in person without first getting uh, written consent in advance from the bank, from management. So I'm banned um, from the bank. But it doesn't matter if you are a political activist or an obedient sheep, because the banks are planning on taking all of your money to pay off their debts. I mean, it's a little bit conflicted, right? I mean, it's important that people understand they can be bailed in, but you don't want a huge run on the institution. But they have, I mean, they're going to be. That's The FDIC currently has less than $200 billion in assets to insure over $9 trillion. That's just 1.3%. They know that a system collapse is coming, and they are already planning for bail-ins. As trust begins to fail, the people will begin to withdraw their funds, which will only guarantee a banking collapse. This is known as a bank run. In 2012, the International Monetary Fund, known for their reputation of coercion, violence, and extortion, published staff discussion notes entitled From Bailout to Bail-In, Mandatory Debt Restructuring of Systemic Financial Institutions. After the 2008 crisis, the world learned what a bailout is. Trillions of taxpayer dollars printed out of thin air to pay off the bankers' bad habits. It was hugely unpopular, but pales in comparison to a bail-in. So what exactly is a bail-in? It is officially obfuscated with elaborate equations, but to put it simply, it is when the bank steals your money directly from your account. They called it haircuts when they did it in Cyprus back in 2013, which the courts later ruled was legit. And a recent video on TikTok shows that the new bail-ins may have already begun. So I'm a Bank of America and everybody's missing money. I'm also missing money over $1,300 and they're telling me to call customer service. And they keep keep hanging up on people. This is another person here. He's also missing money. So we're trying to see what's going on. Money's missing today and we need our money. And they're already telling us to call customer service. And customer service ain't doing nothing about it. So just a heads up. If anybody's experiencing this, please let us know because this is 
is not right. I'm missing $1,400 from my account, and they're telling me that there's no way they can help us. This guy's missing money, too. This other person is missing money, too. And he's like, you missing money, too? There you go. So this is not something that's just one person. This is everybody's happening to them. And this is crazy. This is very crazy. Yes, Bank of America decided to take people's money without their consent. And we're asking what's going on, and they're giving us a runaround. Everybody for the same thing, man. Same thing. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Pretty horrifying stuff, folks, but that is the new enforcement mechanism. Again, that video is from Greg Reese, Bandai video, titled The Big Banks and the IMF Plan on Stealing Your Money. Folks, before they steal your money, why not go spend some on InfoWarsStore.com? Maybe we can prevent them from taking all of our money if we just dedicate the money that we still have to fighting and destroying their despicable and tyrannical measures. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to keep us on the air, folks. We'll be back on the other side for your daily dispatch. But in the meantime, go check out the Real Red Pill Plus. Go check out the InfoWars MD new sign of, uh, line of supplements. It's a 360 win. It's Monday, January 23rd, Year of Our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. Very big show we have for you today. Just a ton of incredible videos. Everything from talk to free speech to the war in Ukraine to the... You know, our favorite topic, well, all of our favorite topics, we've got race, we've got homosexuality, we've got transgenderism. Yeah, we're going to get into all of it today. Your phone calls, of course, coming up. Very big week we have ahead of us here at InfoWars. So let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 23rd of January, 2023. California mass shooter fatally shoots himself. That's the headline at Infowars.com. As the Wall Street Journal reports, L.A. County Sheriff Robert Luna identified the suspect gunman as 72-year-old Hu Can Tran. Uh, this is a gunman suspected of killing 10 people late Saturday in Monterey Park, California. He fatally shot himself Sunday after police cars tried to pull over a vehicle he was driving in the city of Torrance, about 30 miles away. He was 72-year-old Hu Can Tran. Sheriff Luna said investigators were still working to determine the possible motives of the shooting, which also sent 10 people to area hospitals with injuries. The suspect responsible for this tragedy is no longer a threat, the sheriff said in a news conference. After the mass shooting in Monterey Park, an armed man entered a dance hall in nearby Alhambra, authorities said. Several people wrestled the gun from the man who then fled in what witness says was a white cargo van. So maybe that was a um, I don't know, copycat shooter. I don't know. It's all very... Uh, strange, but of course, uh, this shooting, despite the fact that it's horrific, 10 people dead, 10 more in the hospital, absolutely massive casualty numbers there. Uh, it'll be, it'll be out of the uh, headlines by later today because of course it's not particularly useful, except that, uh, he may have used a gun that just so happened to be the exact type of gun that they're, uh, currently working on banning. So, you know, maybe they'll use it for that, but you know, the races, they're all wrong. All the races are wrong. So we just can't, they're not going to cover it. They're not going to talk about it because they can't turn it into a uh, get whitey 
this story. So, you know, if it's not useful for that, then, you know, why even cover it? What, because of the 10 dead people? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, that doesn't matter. No, what matters is whether you can uh, use it to uh, create and, and exacerbate more racial hatred. That's the only thing that matters. They can't really do that here, so uh, they won't. they don't really care. Uh, Moving on here, report DOJ weighs searching more locations linked to Joe Biden for classified documents. The Justice Department is reportedly considering launching additional searches for classified documents at more locations linked to President Joe Biden, CBS News reported Sunday. The potential for additional searches comes as the DOJ scoured Biden's Wilmington residence Friday and found six more items consisting uh, of with the classified marking. According to Biden's personal attorney, Bob Bauer, the content of the classified materials is still unknown. Bauer claimed Saturday that Biden offered to allow the FBI to conduct the search led by the DOJ. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's just it's just the, the difference, right? It's just literally Trump gets his door kicked in and like a couple dozen FBI agents raid his wife's panty drawer looking for hidden material but when it's biden it's like biden offered to allow the fbi to conduct the search led by the doj it's unclear if biden has offered to permit the doj to conduct further searches at separate locations linked to biden it's just i mean the the whole the whole like saga has been incredible they find a ton of classified documents it's you know, a little worrying but you know just let's not get to let it get out of hand then they find it, another tranche and then another box and then another in his garage in his home in his basement <laughs> stuffed in the floorboards and it's just like keeps getting bigger and worse and they keep treating it as if it's just well it was a, it was a little oopsie and you know the, the milk spilled and we'll clean it up and it's no big deal no need to cry about it pretty incredible the trove unearthed friday is in addition to the about 25 classified documents found by biden's personal attorneys in the past weeks at the Penn Biden Center and Biden's residence. And again, you know, it's it's sort of a it's sort of a massive crime, sort of a sort of evidence of like uh, perhaps, you know, pointing towards treasonous behavior, kind of a big deal. But uh, it, it may be one of the only, you know, criminal activities for which the criminal themselves is expected to provide the evidence. Pretty incredible. You can just imagine if it was like a a murderer being investigated and they're like, well, tell you what, have your lawyers collect all the evidence and, and go ahead and bring it to us. We trust them. <laughs> like, okay, great. Yeah. They'll bring you everything for sure. For sure. You know, what if they wanted to just like destroy the document? What if they found classified documents of really important nature and they just destroyed them? Would you have any way of knowing that that's what they did? No, you wouldn't because you aren't searching and don't have any record of the documents that he has. So if some were to go missing all of a sudden, you would have no way of verifying that. Well, incredible. Hopefully that's not happening. I'm sure we can trust them. Meanwhile, just Antifa going absolutely bonkers in Atlanta. We'll cover this pretty extensively later just to lay out. Again, not, we're not going to focus on the hypocrisy of the left. We are going to focus on the uh, just embarrassment that the left is, I guess you could say, and also the clearly in violation of just any number of national laws that are uh, is being perpetrated as a part of this uh, riot. In fact, six of the people arrested for the riots in Atlanta, uh, five of them were from out of state, meaning that this is an international or interstate, you know, uh, conspiracy to commit an insurrection which would mean that everybody involved is liable under the RICO statutes 
to be investigated and possibly uh, arrested and charged for any crime that any one of them commits. All the others can be uh, charged with. Will that happen? Yeah, hold your breath and find out. The stories at Gateway Pundit. Local reporter calls riot in Atlanta, quote, largely peaceful protest as police cruiser goes up in flames in the background. <laughs> They're still doing it. They're doing the thing. They're saying the line. It's incredible. Fiery but mostly peaceful protest there in Atlanta. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later. We'll look at what brought the protests and rioting about. Who is the one, Who are the ones rioting? How is it funded? What the purpose of it all is? We'll get into all of it. But just know that they didn't actively target any actual decision makers, lawmakers, politicians that actually are bringing about the conditions they're supposedly protesting. So uh, it's all fine. It's all fine. Just as long as you don't actually you know, direct your protest towards the decision makers and instead just burn down random buildings downtown, then it's totally good and fine and cool. Uh, this story is from – it's actually broke last week, but we, we really didn't talk about it, and we didn't give the man the kudos, the adulation he deserves. Uh, Utah plastic surgeon charged for tossing 2,000 COVID vaccines. Utah plastic surgeon charged with tossing 2,000 COVID vaccines, giving kids saline shots instead of the real thing if their anti-vax parents requested it, and then selling fake vaccine cards for $50 a, par- uh, a pop. Dr. Michael J. Kirkmore – We salute you. You are truly a hero. God only knows how many lives you've saved, how many children you have protected from lifelong heart conditions. We salute you, doctor, and we encourage more doctors to be like you. We'll cover this a little bit more as well. I want to figure out if we can donate to this guy's uh, legal fund or something because uh, clearly he was doing the right thing. And I'm in favor of uh, anybody who does anything like that. I'm not encouraging anybody to break the law, but I am, you know, still, I just still have this, you know, this thing in me that I was uh, brought up with to, you know, listen to people like our founding fathers who said, when a law is unjust, it's your duty to uh, break it. And that's what that guy did. So good on him. And again, you know, just know, sir, Dr. Michael J. Kirkmore, if you do have to go to jail, just know it's the price you pay for saving lives. You're a hero, and heroes get treated like that in this world. Finally, we have this story, and this goes along with the what we'll be covering later this hour and for the rest of the show, the uh, World Economic Forum and Davos from Time Magazine, courtesy of Mark Benioff, Klaus Schwab's understudy, who will probably be replacing him at the head of the World Economic Forum. Time Magazine has this article. Scientists have reached a key milestone in learning how to reverse Aging, Yeah, folks, we're, da- we're down to the wire. If the uh, elites are going to have their immortality and their you know, infinite life, uh, they've really got to set the system up now so that they can you know, be their godhoods. Why does the establishment spend so much time demonizing InfoWars, attacking myself and the crew and our other host? Because they know we're pro-human. They know we're telling the truth. They know we've got their number. They know everything we do is about empowering humanity. And God gave us through Mother Nature incredible compounds that will supercharge our body stamina, libido, energy, and immune systems. And we came out many years ago with Real Red Pill Plus that has all the documented compounds like preglinone and so much more to supercharge your body and to give your body 
the key elements and the key ingredients it needs to function at a proper level. This is the answer to the New World Order's tyranny. This is Real Red Pill Plus, sold out for two years, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get the Red Pill Plus exclusively, InfoWarsStore.com. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have quite quite a few stories to cover today. In fact, bunch of videos to show about all this as well we got uh free speech covid ukraine war and how all these things intertwine to a rather disturbing degree i think i may take the final segment of this hour to play an extensive report from john bown about davos and the world economic forum it's a little bit longer to play in one of the shorter segments like we usually do i may just dedicate a whole segment to it because the davos meeting uh, either has wrapped or is, is very close to wrapping up there in Switzerland. Uh, so you know, it'll be another year as they carry out their orders uh, before they join up again. So we'll be saving that for a little bit later this hour. But I think we'll start with a little victory dance, a little victory lap. InfoWars has the story. The anti-vaxxers win. Dilbert creator Scott Adams admit vaccines were uh, – skeptics were right – not to trust the COVID jab. He issued a, a, a mea culpa, sur- a surrender, whatever you want to call it. Clip number eight in, the, in a uh, video that he put out. Let's watch Scott Adams finally come around. Completely. Having, uh, having said as clearly as possible that the anti-vax people seem to be the winners, I want you to hear that clearly. The anti-vax people appear to be the winners. The anti-vaxxers clearly are the winners at this point, and I think it'll probably stay that way. And, and I don't want to put any shade on that whatsoever. They came out the best. They, they have the winning position. The unvaccinated have a current advantage because they, they feel better. The, the thing they're not worrying about is what I have to worry about which is, I wonder if that vaccination five years from now, because really the anti-vaxxers, I think, were really 
just distrustful of big companies and big government. That's never wrong. It's never wrong to distrust government. It's never wrong to distrust big companies. Right? So if you just took the position, let's just distrust everything the government did, well, you won. You won. <laughs> you won completely. I did not end up in the right place. Agree? You would all agree with that, right? I did not end up in the right place. The right place would be natural immunity, no, no vaccination. You should take victory, and I should take defeat. We can agree on that, right? That, that my position is now the weakest, and, and your position has gone from the weakest to the strongest, and that we can just say that's true. The people who didn't get vaxxed are absolutely in the winning position. You win. You win. You are the winners. You are the winners. All right. Let me say that part with no ambiguity. You won. You won. Uh, all, all of my fancy analytics got me to a bad place. All of your heuristics, don't trust these guys, it's obvious, totally worked. Uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> That's my response to that. It's like, yeah, no, I know. I know. I know we won. So this is amazing, right? This is like, you know, the, the, two, the two sides of, you know, the two armies meet in battle, and they're on the battlefield. There's like the anti-vaxxer side. It's just like we still have ammo. We still have all of our guns. We're still just like there's just like hundreds of us standing there, and then in front of us is just the, a field littered with the bodies of – the pro-vaxxers and they're laying on the ground as the pro-vaxxer commander with like an arrow in his heart. He's like, oh, I, th- I think you guys won the battle. And we're just like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we know. I'm like, thank you, I guess. Like, but yeah, yeah, we know. We know we won. Uh, the problem with this is that we're not two armies fighting each other. Uh, we're all Americans. Nobody has won this. You guys lost. We just averted defeat. We just avoided death. Right. So we're all victims in this. Some of us are victims of attempted murder and other others of us are victims of actual murder. But nobody won here. So I don't even like the framing of this, the whole, uh, you know, the division of Americans over the vaccine program. You have to understand we're all on the same side here in that we are all victims of this, whether we're the victims of the brainwashing and the, you know, uh, being ostracized from our family and you know, criticized and attempted to be humiliated on social media and others like we're victims of that. And you're victims of, you know, trusting people that despise you and letting them inject poison into your veins. So we're all victims here. So instead of saying, you know, I surrender, you win, I lose. How about you're on our team now and now you're on the winning side? How about you have woken up? And you've apologized. Like, that was great. You know, he's like, he admitted he was wrong. He admitted he had the wrong tactics. Uh, The question is, will he reform his tactics moving forward? Will he actually take this into account next with the next one? Or is he going to be out there going, well, climate change? I mean, it's actually really, but all the experts agree, though. Is he going to actually, you know, thoroughly really philosophize and think about this and say, why is it I trusted these people moving forward? What can be done? Uh, You know, how do we both correct for what has happened 
in the past and get some sort of justice for that? And how do we move into the future with this more skeptical uh, skeptical outlook? Because, I mean, everything else is good. He's like, you know, he says the anti-vaxxers were distrustful of big companies and uh, big government. That's never wrong. It's never wrong to distrust uh, government and big companies. So you took the position of let's just distrust uh, everything the government did. Well, you won. You won completely. I did not end up in the right place. The right place would have been natural immunity and no vaccination. Of course, we'd been saying this the whole time. But that's also a misreading of it. It's also not just a knee-jerk distrust groundlessly. Like that is a mis- appropriation that's a misapplication of of projection on him, on his part it, it was not a baseless pointless petulant rejection of everything the government says it was an intelligent uh, thoughtful considerate rejection of everything that the government said if the government wasn't lying then we wouldn't distrust them if the government wasn't spreading obvious falsehoods then we would have gone along with what the government was doing it's not just a Again, petulant, mindless, just absolute rejection of everything the government and companies say. It is a discriminatory acceptance of what you know to be true and a rejection of what you know to be false. So, again, just with everything that we do, like any good thing that we cover here, it's like it's kind of good because, sure, you're admitting what we all know to be true, which is nice. Sure, fine, great. Welcome to our side, I guess, but uh, you know it doesn't help us at all. It's, it's not actually like like we know, so you know, thanks. But also, he's perpetuating the division, perpetuating the the idea that there is that that we are just consigned to being enemies and at each other's throats forever. He also has accepted this idea that the anti-vax people are somehow like happy that the pro-vax people are dying, that we want them to suffer from their choice. We don't. We, we wanted you to avoid this the whole time. We want you on our side, not because we want to defeat the other side and kill all the people that wanted the vax, but because we want everybody to be awake and realize that we're all on the same side against the liars and the manipulators and the genocidal psychopaths that forced this on all of us. So welcome to our side. Get your head right. We can move forward together. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now launching the most powerful supplements in the history of InfoWars under a new brand name, InfoWars Platinum. Now, all three of these revolutionary products you see in front of you are already number one bestsellers in the market for the last few years because they work so well. We've gone right to the manufacturer who are listeners, the owners of Fan, and they've given us this huge deal off of retail, 40% off what these products are found for under other names and, and, and not just other one name they sell these under three or four other brands that other major distributors and suppliers have put out the difference is we have it for 40 percent off what it is in stores we're talking about pain md we're talking about hgh max boost we're talking about 1776 testosterone boost these things are incredible i would suggest you take half a dose or less when you first do and consult your health care provider because they're so powerful get them at infowarsstore.com Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. We do have a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking about the riots in Atlanta, We're talking about Ukraine, I'll talk about Japan a little bit. That's been a, a big topic across the board this weekend but let's stick to covid for the time being 
as it, it really has been a pretty crazy, you know, recent time period of reversals of everything that was considered settled science previously. Pretty incredible stuff. Again, I just love I just love the image of the the pro vax commander just like bleeding out on the battlefield. Like, all right, I think I surrender. I th- I th- I'm I'm going to surrender. I think you guys won. We're like, yeah, we know. No, it's fine. We know. <laughs> you don't need to tell us, but that's that's great. No, it's just wonderful. But again, you know, Scott Adams still has this. It's the same. It's nothing has changed with Scott. Adams. He still has the same thing. One of the tweets that he got a lot of crap for was when he said, you know, the reason that anti-vaxxers were right wasn't because they were more knowledgeable or understood anything. It was just because they happened to randomly pick correctly. And he still believes that. He still thinks that it was just bl- blanket distrust of government and media. And so even if the media was telling the truth, we would distrust them. No, we just we just like the truth. And so when you're not telling the truth, we distrust you. When you do tell the truth, we celebrate and, you know, encourage you. It's actually not that complicated. But a lot of news has come out about COVID over the weekend. Uh, Elon Musk leading the charge. The stories at Infowars.com. Felt like I was dying. Elon Musk trashes COVID booster over the major side effects. Twitter CEO Elon Musk claims he was laid out by the COVID booster shot, which brought on major side effects. He also talked about his nephew, I believe. And this was actually responding to a tweet from Dilbert creator Scott Adams showing a Rasmussen poll that found that 7% of vaccinated individuals reported major side effects contrary to claims by the CDC that such adverse reactions are rare. And of course, I would also note that that 7% is probably a significantly lower number than it should be, as most people I know that had major side effects never reported it, obviously. And a lot of doctors out there refuse to report it. Well, if we didn't know it was the vaccine, then we're not going to report it just to be safe. 68% of 260 million adults indicate they received COVID vax and 7% of those reported major side effects. That translates to 107.07 into approximately 12 million people. They say they're rare. Yeah, just just that rare 12 million people with major adverse events. And that means that like hospitalized, like major means it's not just a little bit of pain. It's not, you know, this is major. And again, Yeah, okay, last for months or life-altering. Pretty high bar to get over. And, of course, this is just the the quick-acting major side effects because we know once you take the vaccine, I mean, it permanently alters your DNA to continuously produce the spike proteins or, you know, whatever is in there. So, you know, who knows what that number really should be now and who knows what it will be eventually. But the point is it was a... Uh, genocidal death shot, mass murder, everyone involved should be hung. Uh, Wall Street Journal shreds vaccine makers, Biden admin over deceptive booster campaigns. This story also on InfoWars. Wall Street Journal editorial board member Alicia Finley has taken a flamethrower to vaccine makers over their deceptive campaign for bivalent COVID boosters and slammed several federal agencies for taking, quote, the unprecedented step of ordering vaccine makers to produce them and recommending them without data supporting their safety or efficacy. Gee, if only somebody had warned us about this. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, did they, I don't know. Did they think any of this was happening? Like, it's so weird. It's so weird that while it was happening, we're all like, you know, they haven't done any safety tests. There's like, shut up, it's an emergency. And then like, you know, two years later, it's like, did you know they did no safety tests? You knew that back then. You knew all of this, just like we knew all of this. So why are you acting surprised? It's very bizarre. Uh, 
The narrative behind the campaign was simple, they say. mRNA uh, shots could simply be tweaked to target new variants. In this case, the jabs were claimed to confer protection over BA.4 and BA.5 Omicron variants along with the original Wuhan strain. To call this wishful thinking would be extremely generous. One, the virus is mutating much faster than the vaccines can be updated. Two, the vaccines are hardwired our immune systems to respond to the original Wuhan strain, so we churn out fewer antibodies that neutralize variants targeted by updated vaccines. Uh, Number three, antibody protection wanes after just a few months. And, of course, we know that the antibody protection that it offered never actually stopped you from getting it or transmitting it. It just stopped you from showing symptoms, which uh, would be with antibody dependent enhancement uh, from the vaccine would actually be the cause of new variants and would accelerate and widen the spreading of new variants to beyond you know, what it would be without any shots at all. So again, it's, this is all because of the vaccine, not, you know, as it's one's caused the other, not the other way around. Zero Hedge also has this article. Africa is starkly unvaccinated and starkly unvanquished by COVID. Africa as a whole is strikingly unvaccinated, according to John Hopkins University in Our World Data. And you can see, you know, basically if you highlight the parts of, or the countries that have had, um, COVID cases, it's almost an inverse to the vaccine program where you can see Africa here in this graphic is basically completely dark. There are no, you know, if you lighten up all of these COVID cases, these are all the recorded COVID cases in the world. And the only place that they really exist in Africa are the very few little pockets of uh, Europeans that are there. The little pocket down there in South Africa and a little bit up in uh, Morocco and Algeria. But other than that, it's basically no COVID at all. And it may be because they just didn't test for COVID, didn't have the same tests that uh, we did, but that just goes right along with what we're saying as well, right? If you, I mean, the tests were inaccurate and far too sensitive for what they were. The PCR test never worked in the first place. So, you know, a lot of these COVID cases are really just the flu or something. Uh, but, it, you know, it, it points out that basically Africa is the only part of the world where reported COVID cases have been so low. Prior to vaccination, numerous countries were barely impacted at all by COVID. And if you zoom out from Africa and examine those other countries, you can see and, – and we've played this montage over and over with these images. But the COVID-19 deaths before and after max vaccination program where the line is completely flat, basically at zero, no COVID deaths until the vaccine program begins. Within a few days, you see a jump and then a massive spike. And that's the same in Thailand and Malaysia and a number of other – I remember it in Vietnam as well, uh, them saying the same thing. So again, you know, to – you really can't overstate the not just inefficacy – of the vaccines, but the inverted effectiveness, it actually makes them less, less effective. But obviously you can't talk about that. You can't actually point that out. You can't actually look for alternative solutions because otherwise the establishment will come after you with everything they've got. Medical board takes action against misinformation doc. Pathologist Ryan Cole, MD, is facing discipline for negligence and spreading false statements. An Idaho pathologist who previously came under fire for prescribing ivermectin to COVID-19 patients and spreading falsities about the vaccine is facing disciplinary action by the Medical Commission in Washington state, where he's also licensed to practice. Of course, uh, Ryan Cole is a very well-known, very widely respected doctor, so of course they'll target him first for punishment as an example to all the other doctors who don't have his institutional support or notoriety or 
you know, wealth and influence, you think you can survive if this guy can't? No, it's better just to keep your mouth shut and follow the rules even when you know them from your own personal experience to be wrong, contradictory, or damaging to your patients. Still follow it unthinkingly. Ryan Colmd is said to have made numerous false and misleading statements during public presentations on the pandemic, COVID vaccines, and the use of ivermectin to treat COVID. The effectiveness of masks, according to a statement of charges issued by Washington Medical Commission earlier this month. He also allegedly provided negligent care to a number of patients in the prevention or treatment of COVID-19. Again, hilarious, right? Because the only officially authorized uh, treatment for COVID was to ventilate people, which essentially just meant kill them, right? You just died. You just put on a ventilator or die or remdesivir, which also, you know, just killed people by destroying their liver and not actually curing them of COVID. So hilarious that like they literally make it illegal for you to treat COVID patients. You're supposed to just send them home until they can't breathe anymore. And then you bring them to the hospital to uh, kill them and cash the check for Medicare for the, you know, murder. Uh, But now they're saying that, you know, he was negligent in providing care. Even though they didn't let you provide care, uh, none of it makes sense. Uh, We have a lot to talk about, but we may stick on COVID in the next part as well. We may move on to Ukraine and other stuff, folks. Stay uh, stay tuned. We have a lot to talk about. We'll, We'll speed it up here in the next part. In early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your past support. Now, that was a three-coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the Second American Revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast. And you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. 
really, really hard not to do a uh, captain's log entry when you hear that music. Captain's log, 21984. Passing by the third planet from the star Solar, we see a massive wave of death taking place in the citizens down below. Pretty incredible stuff uh, from COVID. Again, we're going to talk about uh, the war in Ukraine. We, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to take your calls throughout the second two hours, but let's just finish up here with uh, COVID-19 since there have been just a huge number of updates just over the last weekend in addition to you know what we've seen, the, the settled science we've seen reversed in the last few months. Again, this medical misinformation doc, uh, Dr. Ryan Cole, who is – being forced to defend his decision to actually try to treat COVID-19 and not suggest the poisonous and ineffective vaccine. And interestingly, or it's interesting to look at the justification for why they feel this is so important to go after. The charges from the Washington Medical Commissioner say this, due to their specialized knowledge and training, licensed physicians possess a high degree of public trust. The commission wrote in a statement that public trust is essential to effective delivery of medical care. Knowingly false statements are those made in reckless disregard for the truth, such as medical disinformation statements made by respondent erode the public's trust in physicians and their medical treatment and advice and thereby injure public health. Thereby injure public health. That's an important set of words. Essentially, what they're saying is that his crime is lessening the faith that people have in the medical establishment that's his crime because if they don't trust the medical establishment then people will die so by eroding trust you're killing people so by telling by saying something that contradicts the medical authorities therefore you are lessening trust and faith in the medical authorities and you are therefore killing people because people die when they don't have faith in their medical authorities so just it's a quick little you know algebraic equation here to get to you know disagreeing with us is killing people disagreeing with us is illegal because you let you lessen trust in us it's not it's not our fault for for telling lies that you then correct it's your fault for pointing out the lies that makes people not trust us so you're killing people by making them not trust us it's, it's pretty sick and of course there there is also an irony in saying you know people with uh, people who are medical doctors have so much trust in society so therefore we should silence them and force them to repeat what we say or, other, or else you know, that trust is being misused. Or you could say because he's gone through so much training, because he's taken the oath, because he's shown to be an effective and respected medical doctor, maybe he should be listened to and you shouldn't just cast what he says to the side without consideration. But that's exactly what they're doing. Cole, an anatomical and clinical pathologist, ran an independent medical laboratory that he owns, provided direct care to patients via telemedicine through the website myfreedoctor.com. Uh, in March 2021, Cole is said to have made false and misleading statements during his presentations, including children survive COVID-19 at 100 percent. Well, that's that's just not true. That's just not true. Children only survive COVID at ninety nine point nine 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 seven percent. So, you know, if you have 100 kids, none of them will die from COVID. But if you have a thousand kids, uh, none of them will die from COVID either. But if you have 10,000 kids, three of them might die from COVID if they get COVID, right? So there's a pretty big chance that they won't even get COVID in the first place. But if 10,000 kids get COVID, three of them might die from it. I think it's something like maybe 100,000. But uh, regardless, you know, he's exaggerating. He's exaggerating. I mean, how do you get 100% out of 99.999997%? That's just, that's just inaccurate.
right? You can just you can just see the way that like they take they take statements that are pretty much true and then claim that that's uh, you know grounds for taking his license away for practicing medicine uh, when you know they're just blatant knowing misattribution of cause of death that they've admitted to the uh you know tests that don't work that they've admitted to the fact that people were being injured as covid patients when really they were you know injured in a motorcycle accident like they've admitted to all of that but those people making those statements they aren't being charged by their medical commission other public statements cole is said to have made include that the covid vaccine is quote an experimental biological gene therapy immune modulatory injection that's not wrong what is wrong about that they changed the definition of vaccine so to to fit what the mrna biological gene therapy immune modulatory injection was so again it's just amazing he's right about that he's clearly right about that it just sounds scary so they don't want him to say it but that is what it is He also called it a, uh, a fake vaccine, the clot shot needle rape. Again, where is the lie? <laughs> so, I mean, we know. We, we, we know it's not like up for debate now. It's not for questioning. Like we have all the data we could possibly need. The vaccine has been uh, killing and horrifically maiming literally tens of millions of people in this country alone. It is inverse effectiveness. The more shots you get, the more likely you are to get covid get a severe case of covid or die from covid right it does make you you know does increase the likelihood that you're going to get a heart attack or have a blood clot of some sort and it is of course forced on you without your consent which if you want to call that needle rape i'm not gonna disagree with you but none of none of the truth of it matters the point is that he's eroding the distrust in the liars that are running things so he must be punished and destroyed uh, meanwhile, Harvard Medical School votes to embed climate change in its curriculum. So just, just so everybody knows, all of the doctors being trained as we speak in medical schools in the highest echelons of our Ivy League, they're all being trained not to treat patients regardless of anything else going on in the world. That You just treat the patient and try to get them cured. Uh, instead, they're being trained to take into account uh, race and culture and even climate change at this point. So, you know, if climate change is your ultimate authority, if climate change is your ultimate concern, then people getting sick isn't that bad of a thing. I mean, if you're treating human beings, but human beings create tons of carbon and carbon is killing the earth, then in a way, you know, killing the people is actually helping the earth. So who are you serving exactly? In the same way that if you take in equity and, you know, the racial makeup of the country into your medical decisions you'll be denying medical care to people who need it and you know supplying uh, medical care to people who possibly don't need it based on race again a complete flagrant violation of what medicine is is supposed to be Uh, finally we have this story from outkick.com published on the 21st new email release shows experts believed covid could have come from a lab leak 
Turns out the possibility of COVID originating from a lab leak was never a conspiracy theory after all. Experts did many excusable things during the pandemic, but one of the most infuriating was their almost immediate attempt to shut down debate over the lab leak hypothesis. This likely emanated from the wrong people noticing the bizarre coincidence that the virus seemingly started spreading in Wuhan, just a few miles away from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a research lab dedicated to studying viruses. Tom Cotton, a Republican senator, was one of the first prominent individuals to suggest the lab could have been partially responsible. That meant the left when, quote, experts and media outlets like the Washington Post immediately rushed to label it a debunked conspiracy theory. And this was another one of those things that very early on in the pandemic when nobody knew anything about it, so you had no grounds to say where it did or did not come from. People who noticed that it did happen to spread from this lab that did happen to have a history of safety violations that, was hap- that did happen to uh, participate in studies, uh, uh, you know, exacerbating or, or making more dangerous Wuhan or uh, um, COVID viruses in bats. If you happen to notice that and point that out, you would immediately be told very early on that that was a conspiracy theory, that there was no way that was true, which in and of itself should have made you suspicious. Why are they telling us there's no way this is true when there's no way they could know that it's not true? It's because they don't want it to be true, or at least they don't want you knowing that it's true. It's a complicated way of saying they're, they're a bunch of despicable liars that created the virus in the first place, released it on purpose, and then actively covered up the truth about it. So either, either you think – you believe everything about COVID. You think it was real. You think it was super deadly and millions of people died from it, in which case you should be infuriated that these people withheld, concealed, and destroyed evidence of where it came from. So the ability for us to fight it or cure it or prevent its spread was massively hampered by the people who created it hiding the fact that they created it. So if even if you believed all of the COVID narrative, you should be pissed off at this and you should believe in your own you know, logical equation that these people caused millions of deaths by hiding this. Or if you don't believe the narrative, then this is just yet another thing that the authorities lied about just how they – in the same way they lied about everything. We're actually going to, in the first five minutes of the next segment, I'm going to let a video play called Murder for Profit, talking about the perverse hospital incentives for COVID deaths and diagnoses. But just know that we've been on this from the very beginning. We've been right the entire time. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us because you know why they're coming after us. It's not because we're right. It's it's not because we're wrong. It's because we're right. There's a war against our masculinity. There's a war in the environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I got to tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private labeled three of the top best sellers in the country right now, but it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max, it's Pain MD, and it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. Yield it to yourself and your way of life and your well-being to try these out and fund the InfoWar. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
March 24, 2020, the CDC and NVSS changed how death certificates reporting in violation of federal law, right? They moved the right. Two days later, the HHS says, okay, Medicare, Medicaid, we are going to make sure you get a much higher reimbursement hospitals, doctor, if you just go along with listing everything as COVID. It's the most lucrative diagnosis that you can give is COVID. And now if that person's hospitalized, you're going to make way more money. And if that person dies, we get to call it a COVID death. It's complicity. Oh it's coercion. God. Now, hold, hold on. Let me figure this out. Could that explain the many, many reports of Patients being kind of starved, yes, without water, remdesivir use, from their, yes, remdesivir use kept from their from their loved ones seeing what's going on or advocating yes. them so that they would die. So that so the they would die. And what you kind cannot, of numbers, what kind of numbers are we looking? We at? are talking about, and we've we have a certified death reporting clerk who has verified this. Remember, we've published papers on this that are peer-reviewed, that have been reviewed by nine attorneys, that have been reviewed by a judge for accuracy. USA Today tried to take us down and they couldn't, right? When we looked at this, we said the range of fraudulent death certificates is between 88.6% and 94.0%. What do they get? Breaking it down on an individual level, say I'm a doctor, my patient... Uh, has diabetes. I help that patient get well and leave. I get X from Medicare versus I, you know, starve my patient to death. I call it COVID. What do I get? If you starve the patient to death and calling it COVID, your reimbursement for that same diabetic person is likely three to six times higher than what your reimbursement would have been otherwise. And when you think back to when the lockdowns went in, hospitals could only see COVID cases. So if they wanted to stay in business, they had to go along with it. And then if there's no reason not to, it's free money oh, coming in. God. Right? Oh, remember when Scott God. Jensen, remember when Senator Jensen oh, exposed this, right? Oh my God, sort of. Right. He, he, said, he said, you can get reimbursed up to $39,000 for the use of a ventilator, right? That I remember. remember? That was Dr. Scott Jensen. And then the state, his licensing board, because oh he was a God. doctor too, came after him. He oh used God. our peer-reviewed paper to liberate himself. It worked. So basically the hospitals couldn't stay in business unless Correct. they killed off or said they killed off a, you know, or said a bunch of COVID. Exactly. Agree or die, right? Agree or go out of business and to sweeten the pot. So you definitely want to agree. We're going to give you a substantially greater reimbursement through Medicare, Medicaid. And there's yep. this a little caveat. If you don't have insurance, there was a provision put in through the HHS that you can qualify for Medicare, Medicaid at any age if you didn't have insurance. And oh, who's paying for that so every everyone time? Get, everyone get it has the option to get that money. And it's Everybody money. can get All you have to do is say, I, I, didn't, I don't have insurance, or you really don't have insurance, and now you qualify for Medicare and Medicaid because you agreed to the diagnosis of COVID and all the subsequent oh things. God. This explains so much. And, and so this also probably is why doctors are being threatened because exactly. people took the money. And exactly. they killed all these patients. Well, now what you to get the doctors on board, because there's going to be a lot of doctors like me who believe in our, our Hippocratic Oath, do no harm, right? So how do you keep them silent? We're going to give you money. If you don't want that money and you speak up, we're going to threaten your license like Dr. Peter McCullough. Right. 
We're going to throw a Dr. Pierre Corey. We're going to threaten your license. And if, if that doesn't work, we're going to make it such a nightmare for you to get your message out through all the censorship, all the tech censorship and everything and deplatforming. This, oh this is where you start looking at this and going, how is this not collusion? How is this not treasonous oh God, well, against our constitution? Right? It's, it's mass murder, among other things. It is. Right? It's murder. It's definitely murder for profit, in my professional opinion. Pretty incredible stuff. That was from The Daily Clout featuring Dr. Naomi Wolf, beyondthecon.com. Really incredible segment from Daily Clout. Um, we'll get back on the other side. We're going to talk about where free speech is going in the world. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal has begun. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. Give us a call here at American Journal. 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call now. We'll be taking your calls throughout the next two hours. I do want to remind you that InfoWarsStore.com is our sole source of funding here at InfoWars. We take no money from pharmaceutical companies or major conglomerates or anything of the sort. Just you, just the American people. We rely on you, and we thank you so much for supporting us at InfoWarsStore.com. We make it easy for you to do so. The Alex Jones was right. Emergency sale is still on. You're getting up to 50% off some of our top-selling products, including some of our new and finally back-in-stock products, such as the Real Red Pill Plus. It was out for a while, but it's back, featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the extra proprietary energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus is exactly – What you need to help provide for the extra pick-me-up for your day with green tea extract, yerba mate, leaf extract, and more. The new formula will support your mind and body while boosting your energy. It's back in stock now and on sale for 50% off. That's the Real Red Pill Plus available at InfoWarsStore.com. See what it can do for you today. Let's talk about free speech, shall we? Let's talk about where it's going. We just covered and again, you know, all this like sort of combines, right? You've got things like Ukraine, things when it has to do with race, things that has to do with COVID-19, the lies that are told about all three of these topics and how for all three of these topics to be weaponized against the people of the world in order to bring about a global slave state under a corporatocracy enforced by biofinancial technocratic restrictions – well, so I'm sorry, what was I saying? What was I talking about? But for these things to you know, bring that conclusion about, then you can't have people talking about it. You can't have people spreading information about what you're doing and what you're up to and what lies in wait for them should they follow you down this path. So censorship is like a key aspect of all of this. And again, it sort of flies in the face of what the globalists say they're fighting for. Right? When you look at Ukraine, when they've ever – bothered to condescend to give us a reason why we have to sacrifice lives and hundreds of billions of dollars on some petty territorial dispute in eastern europe it's it's because of democracy it's because we have to protect ourselves from the tyrannical rule of the putins of the world which is a little bit ironic because nothing that they're doing is even remotely democratic in fact one of the 
most common phrases you can apply to anything they do is whether you like it or not, right? You're getting refugees, whether you like it or not. You're going to be in a 15-minute city, whether you like it or not. You're going to be forced to have biometric reading to access your money, whether you like it or not. And that cash is not going to be cash anymore. It'll be digital and it'll expire whether you like it or not. And Constantine uh, Kissin, who, of course, is, went totally viral for his fantastic speech at the Oxford Union, gave an interview where he reveals just what a lie democracy is in the West, after all. The one thing that democracy needs to thrive is free speech, right? If democracy is a, is a seed, the free speech is the water it needs to grow. Like it's, you can't say I'm a farmer and then just like throw your seeds on concrete and not water it and go, I'm such a great farmer. <laughs> it's like, no, you're, you're not. It's just – you're just lying. It's just nothing. So uh, let's go now to clip number 13 here. A little comparison between the free speech in tyrannical and autocratic Russia versus free speech-loving democratic Britain. Let's watch. In Russia last year, 400 people were arrested for things that they said on social media. 400 people in Russia. Obviously, this country is very different. How many people do you think were arrested in Britain for things they said on social media last year? Go on. Take a guess. I have no idea. 3,300. Really? Arrested for what they'd said on social media? Yeah. Really? What sort of things get you arrested? Well, one example I give in my show is uh, there was a young woman from Liverpool uh, called Chelsea Russell. Her friend was killed in a car crash, a 19-year-old woman, and she posted the lyrics of his favorite song on her Instagram, the lyrics. And it was a rap song, so the lyrics contained several instances of the N-word. Okay? She was arrested, prosecuted, found guilty, given 500 hours of community service and a fine, tagged... And for a year, she was under 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. curfew. My goodness. In Britain. In Britain. In 2018. A little bit of a difference, right? Constantly hear about the arrests being made in, in Russia. He's arrested a journalist. They, they've arrested activists. But only about a, a tenth of much, as much as happens in the U.K. for much less you know, offensive ideas, right? Putting the lyrics to a popular song on Instagram, and she's essentially uh, sentenced to house arrest as a 19-year-old. Pretty incredible stuff. And uh, this is only increasing in the most dystopian and hellish way. Let's go now to clip number 21. Here is how they're destroying free speech in Australia. Studies show that hate crimes and hate incidents happen daily but are extremely underreported. When you report hate that you witness or experience, you become part of a larger movement to remove it from our society. Your report helps to paint a bigger picture of what is happening in local areas and shows patterns of behaviour that we can address. Let's look at a hate crime and find out how to report. <laughs> you see some gays? These people are being like targeted transes. based on their diverse gender and sexuality. <laughs> When hate speech and a criminal offence, such as physical assault, are combined, this is a hate crime. When a crime is occurring, the best thing to do is to call triple zero and get help immediately. Hate crime can happen to anyone. So if you experience hate, you can call triple zero in an emergency or report in person at any police station. Help, it's an emergency. He doesn't like transes and I'm a trans. Tell you what, 
if somebody uh, attacks somebody else on the street, that's already a crime. It's already a crime. It doesn't matter why they do it. It's already a crime. But it's very insidious the way that they merge hate crime and hate incidents. One's a crime. One's an incident. One's somebody thinking the wrong way. The other one is somebody actually committing a crime but then saying it's because of hate. It's just – it's so dystopian. It's so obvious, this idea of like when you report hate, you're part of a larger movement to eradicate hate. You can't eradicate – hate is an idea. Hate is a mindset. It's a concept. Everybody's allowed to hate. Everybody does hate a little bit. You can try not to. You cannot let that hate guide your actions. But they're trying to eradicate the human emotion. You get how dangerous that is? Get how dystopian and hellish this world that we're creating? I mean, forget thought crime. Like, tell, report thought crime. That's all that this is. Just whenever you hear hate, just replace it with the word thought crime, and it makes a lot more sense, actually. Because at least thought crime isn't an emotion that you feel. <laughs> Something that you could feasibly justify as being a real thing. But uh, hate is just... It's just not liking something. So again, they have to, you know, they, it's the it's the flat corporate artwork that's just soulless and disgusting. It's the the weird fantasy of just like you know diverse gay people just having a good time and angry white soccer hooligans just hating them for no reason. It's like yeah, I guess if this ad was made in the seventies, that would have made sense a little bit. But it's been fifty years since then. Stop using your schizophrenic fantasy non-reality as an excuse to shut down free speech in the only places that it still moderately exists. We'll go to clip number 22 in the next segment because it's not just that this is being imposed you know, through the government saying report, report local instances of hate. It's just absurd. Uh, you've got the UN actually threatening to uh, impose – uh, regulations on Elon Musk if he doesn't start censoring Twitter uh, to their desire. Uh, Australia does seem to be the testing ground for this. Uh, Kanye apparently is being barred from the country uh, because of his anti-Semitic hate speech. His hate speech! I'm sure they robbed billions of dollars from him and tried to uh, institutionalize him, but you can't hate them for that. You're supposed to love them when they try to kill you. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now. I'm pointing my finger at you, and I'm also pointing it right back at myself. 
You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take DX3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. We got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick ass, they keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to your phone calls this segment. But I did want to quickly play a video from the World Economic Forum in Davos. The, a U.N. regulator issued a stern warning to Elon Musk saying if you don't comply to our speech restrictions, there will be brutal regulations that will come down on you. Let's go now to clip number 22. Here's uh, the U.N. at the World Economic Forum with a very disturbing message for Elon Musk. Uh, our message was clear. We have the rules which, has to, which have to be complied with, and otherwise there will be sanctions. So there will be sanctions? You, are you commissioner for values and transparency? Talked about Elon Musk and Twitter I think takeover. That, uh, the confidence has been weakened. And I, I had quite a high level of confidence when it comes to Twitter. I have to say that we worked with knowledgeable people, with the lawyers, with the sociologists who understood that they have to behave in some decent way, not to cause really big harm to the society. I always felt that this, this notion of responsibility was there. So this is what I don't feel from uh, Elon Musk personally. Q, Matt, I mean, just think about what it takes just to try to provide a fair shake on the internet for left-wing and, and right-wing people. I mean, Elon Musk purchased Twitter. It's, just, it's, the best, it's the best example, right? It's like you've got people inside the company that are trying to hamper you and, you know, sow dissent and, uh, you know, walkouts and, and boycotts and they'll mess you, just like the Spotify employees did when it came to Joe Rogan and Dr. Malone. So you've got the people internal to the company working on behalf of this you know, shadowy censorship cabal that seems to exist in literally every one of our institutions. But even if the people in the in, in you know internal to your company don't force their way, then the stakeholders will try to force their way. Then the FDA or, or the FCC will step in and you know want to really look at this purchase, to make sure it complies. Really, they're just trying to force uh, censorship on you. And then you know, Google and Apple may say they'll take you out of your out of the uh, stores, out of the app stores, if you don't comply so you've got the people internal you've got the other big companies pressuring you the advertisers taking away their advertising so you have not just the big tech companies you know conspiring to prevent you from doing this not just the government regulations uh, regulatory bodies preventing you from 
opening up and being free of censorship. You also have just the big corporate monstrosities from Apple to Nike to any of the other trillion-dollar businesses you know, flexing their muscle to try to get you to put in their censorship. And you've got the activist groups like the ADL and the SBLC working tirelessly against you, filing lawsuits and forcing you to waste your energy just defending yourself from them. And then if you get through all of that, you've got an international community and the UN also wanting to force their restrictions on you because they don't personally feel like you take your responsibility seriously. They can couch whatever, you know, they can call it responsibility, they can call it hate, they can call it whatever words they want to use. It's censorship, it's controlling the discussion it's controlling speech and therefore controlling the thoughts of the people that they want to control it's pretty outrageous how many facets of this civilization are turned towards the elimination of free speech when the only reason the civilization exists in the first place is because of our ability to accept and deal with free speech that we disagree with so uh, pretty horrific stuff but it's spreading across the west so Again, it just gives the lie to, to everything else that they do when they're protecting democracy and they're against Putin because he does not for free speech. Well, meanwhile, they are engaged in the most brutal and, and complicated and widespread censorship campaign the world's ever seen. It's pretty typical, I guess you'd say. With that, let's go out to your phone calls. Philip in Florida wants to talk about Stephen Crowder and the Daily Wire. Where do you land on this, uh, Philip? Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know if you guys have covered it yet. I've been kind of in the show, out of the show the past like week, but um, yeah, I just really wanted to get your thoughts on it. If you know everything that's been going on regarding that situation, yeah, I know everything that's going on regarding that situation. Uh, I covered it a little bit last week. I think I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I think it's I think it's grifters. Ex- I think it's grifters exposing. <laughs> It's grifters grifting by exposing grifters for being grifters to other grifters. It's it's uh, it's grifters on grifters. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I think uh, the Daily Wire is absolutely controlled opposition. If you want to consider it that type of thing, but I think basically everywhere except Infowars kind of falls in that in that category. I don't think the I don't think some of the things that Stephen Crowder was pointing to in the um, contract were really that outrageous. Like some of the things he pointed to weren't really that insane you know if you get kicked off of your platform they can't pay you for work like that doesn't seem outrageous to me so i didn't really get what steven crowder was pointing at uh, but also daily wire is in bed with the big tech everybody knows that they're allowed to say things on youtube that nobody else is allowed to say and yet they stay up and are monetized when everybody else gets taken down uh so you know i i think it's true. There's a lot of controlled opposition. There's a lot of outsource. Really, I think it's outsourcing. It's outsourcing censorship to big tech. It's so Daily Wire can say, well, we want you to say this. We would love if you were allowed to say this, but, you know, big tech has these rules we have to stick to. So, you know, we're hamstrung by them just like you are. So they don't want people talking about certain things, and they're offshoring that censorship to big tech. They're outsourcing that censorship to big tech and blaming them when in reality they, you know, don't want you talking about that stuff anyway. And, uh, I think the whole thing is just kind of a nothing burger. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's really anything. Uh, what's your take on it, Philip? Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a listener of both. I I do like Stephen for the most part, and you know, I I do listen to Ben Shapiro, and I do like Matt Walsh. So, you know, when I when I heard about all of it, just me being a listener of both, you know, it seemed kind of disappointing on both sides because you know the Daily Wire has 
done some stupid things and I, I don't know. I, I think the way they went about it was wrong, but I, I also disagree with Steven on, on some of the things that he said about all of it because he didn't, he, he only told us from his perspective what he wanted us to hear. And then, you know, we had to go listen to the Daily Wire's response on all of it to hear everything else. Like he, he left out the part about the $50 million that they would pay him over the four years. So his followers listening to him speak on it made it seem like, oh, they're going to dox me for $100,000 if I miss one episode. But compared to $50 million, that money is, you know, kind of, it doesn't really make sense mathematically for him to. Yeah, it's, it's pennies. And, and, know, make it, and also, you know, yeah, he made the claim that, you know, they'd take $100,000 away if, if it was like a, if he took a sick day. But then like the next paragraph down the contract specifically said that that didn't include sick days, right? Like you could have disability or, or a serious sickness that would stop you from doing the show, in which case that 100000 fine would not be uh, applied anymore. So yeah, you're right. He did. He withheld certain information. And I mean, to me, Steven Crowder is just extremely good at taking over headlines, at, at getting attention, at causing controversy. And, and that's what he's doing. And then he, you know, he takes this this platform of it's not me I'm fighting for it's the people that come after me and I'm trying to protect them from signing contracts like this which uh, fine you know whatever it's just you know at the end of the day the big takeaway is Infowars.com is the only trustworthy alternative media site we're the only dissident right that uh, aren't going to ever be embroiled in this type of back and forth nonsense because we just are straight shooters that's my big takeaway Infowars.com Infowars has made history you have made history by supporting InfoWars. The globalists are being defeated on every front. And now is the time to not just sit on our laurels because we're winning battles. Let's win the war, the information war. There's nothing you can do more important than keeping InfoWars on air in the fight for liberty. I don't think anybody denies that fact. And I thank you for your past support. But I'm encouraging you now to get one of the very last coins in a four-coin series, the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively at 1776coin.com. And you can get $30 off this historic pure silver coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. No more of these will be made. If you want the coin, it's exclusively available right now for a limited time at 1776coin.com. $30 off when you use promo code 1776. Thank you for your support. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We've got your phone calls in just a moment. So I just want to cover a few headlines that we're not going to expand on too greatly. Just get them out of the way here before we take phone calls. CNN. CNN is finally concerned, very concerned, about smuggling happening at the southern border. We know that claims of the southern border being uh, open are just a right-wing conspiracy theory uh, that deserves no attention whatsoever. The fentanyl flooding through the borders that kills 100,000 people in a single year, that's nothing. Who cares? Shut up. Uh, But now they're very concerned. They're very 
very concerned about smuggling at the southern border. Here's the headline, CNN. As egg prices drop, so do attempts to smuggle them from Mexico, says U.S. Customs official. High prices are driving an increase in attempts to bring eggs into the U.S. from Mexico, according to border officials. Officers at the San Diego Customs and Border Protection Office have seen an increase in the number of attempts to move eggs across the U.S.-Mexico border, according to a tweet from the director of field operations, Jennifer De La O. The San Diego field offices recently noticed an increase in the number of eggs intercepted at our port of entry, wrote De La O in the Tuesday tweet. As a reminder, uncooked eggs are prohibited entry from Mexico and into the U.S. Failure to declare agricultural items can result in penalties of up to $10,000. Just uh, – that's great. That's amazing. It's just, you know, like a tunnel under the under the border wall. They're just passing literal tons of fentanyl into the country and the border patrol is just like turns a blind eye, doesn't care. And there's some like farmer bringing eggs across the border and there's like, they're on the ground. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, from Infowars.com, temperatures in northern hemisphere due to fall due to fall over the next 25 years, going to six top international scientists. Whisper it quietly and don't tell AI boiling ocean or Al boiling oceans gore but the northern hemisphere may be entering a temperature cooling phase into the 2050s with a decline of up to 0.3 percent celsius by extension the rest of the globe will also be cooled these sensational findings ignored by the mainstream media were released last year in the work of six top international scientists led by nor Adin omrani of the norwegian birkenes center for climate research published in uh Nature Journal Climate and Atmospheric Studies, the scientists say the North Atlantic multi-decade oscillation and important sea current that's been pumping warmer water into the Arctic is weakening and that it's leading to a cooler North Atlantic area and lower temperatures, as was observed in the periods between 1950 and 1970, which is why they had to change it from global warming to climate change. Now we have it. And finally, we have this uh, from Zero Hedge, China to accelerate the construction of coal-powered, uh, coal-fired power plants. China expects to add 70 gigawatts of coal-powered uh, generation this year, up from 40 gigawatts of capacity from coal installed in 2022. A report from the power sectors group China Electricity Council showed the coal additions, however, will not be the biggest capacity increases in China in 2023. Solar and wind will also see massive growth in capacity additions this year, too, with solar power expected to add a huge 100 gigawatts of capacity in wind, another 65 gigawatts, China Electricity Council uh, said. So again, as the people that are shutting down coal plants in Europe and also simultaneously investing massive amounts in manufacturing in China, China is accelerating its coal-fired power plant creation, practically doubling it from last year when it was already ridiculously high. So again, you don't see China just even pretending to obey any of the dictates of the climate-changed psychopaths who also are in love with China and say China is the path forward and China is the greatest and we should all be investing in China. So again, these people aren't just hypocrites. They're despicable liars that are taking advantage of you while allowing the things they restrict from you to explode everywhere else because they hate you and they're trying to destroy you and they know that what they're doing makes no sense. They don't care. They're doing it anyway because they're criminals. With that, let's go out to uh, the phone calls. Aaron in Chicago. I hadn't heard this theory, but ironically, right as I read your little note uh, during the break, I saw a tweet that uh, was basically saying exactly what you're saying. It's that uh, 
Damar Hamlin probably isn't alive. Tell us why you think this, Aaron. What's up, Harrison? Howdy. So I have a hot take on a new conspiracy. Buffalo Bills safety Damar Hamlin is dead. The fatal hit happened on January 2nd, and every photo and video shown of him since then covering his face. He attended, quote, the uh, Bills-Bengals game yesterday, apparently, and his face was hidden with sunglasses, a hood, and or snow, conveniently all covering his face any time the camera showed him. You mean to tell me this guy can go to a game but not do a multi-million dollar sit-down interview? I mean, the NFL has a lot to lose by announcing his death, so why not cover it up like everything else, you know? Yeah, you know, I haven't I haven't looked into that, so I really can't say uh, one way or the other. But like I said, I did happen to come across a video uh, on Twitter, although I think it may have been deleted. I bookmarked it. It was literally four minutes ago, and now it's gone. So Ooh, it was somebody. Yeah, oh, no, something. here it is. Here it is. Okay, no, no, it's back. It's back. False alarm. False alarm. Cool. But, uh, but yeah, it is. It is weird that you can never see his face. It's a little suspicious. It's like they've got like it's been a month almost. Yeah. Yeah, they've got him like walking out of the hospital, you can't see his face. Him going into the <laughs> locker room, you can't see his face. Him standing yep. at the window giving s- signals, you can't yep. see his face. It's yep. kind of like Whoa. camera pans at the exact right moment, you know, and it's just it's it's all set up. And it's a so, little weird. You know, one of the things Yeah, let's keep an eye on that. One of the things I saw, but I didn't really talk about because I don't have any expertise, they had uh, posted a picture of DeMar Hamlin in his hospital bed, and he's, like, surrounded by friends. And it was a person on Twitter posting it and saying, you know, to the nurses who follow me, what what are you noticing? And nurses were chiming in, just pointing out how nothing in the picture looked right. It was like he's in the hospital bed, but he's wearing his hoodie and his clothes. Like he's not in a gown and the, the, none of the monitors were hooked up correctly. And like, it was just like a ton of like weird stuff where it was like clearly a staged photo. So like that was a little bit suspicious in the first place. And then, yeah, I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing people on Twitter saying, if we can't see his face until we see his face, you cannot convince me that Tamar Hamlin, uh, is alive. It's, it is very weird. You can never see his face. It's it's a yeah, little odd. And he has this he has this big smile with these amazing teeth, great uh, you know, kind eyes, and we have not seen any of that. Yeah. So, so yeah, weird. let's just keep an eye on that in the conspiracy world. Yeah, it's a little Thanks. odd. It's a it's a little odd. Again, I don't know anything about it. I hadn't heard about this until, you know, just now, but um I get why people would believe this. If, if yeah, if we go to my computer screen. Um like here, like you can't see his face. He does like the the symbol of the pyramid, and he does like the six 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 hand symbol. But you can't see, like you can't see his face. You can't see who he is. And they cut to a different angle. Still can't see his face. Still can't see who he is. He's like walking through the locker room. You can't see who. He, and it's weird. It's a little weird. That's all I'm saying. It's a little weird, and I don't blame people for uh, being really suspicious of this. <laughs> Let's go now to uh, Junior. Thank you for the call, Aaron. Let's go to Junior in New York. Uh, you want to talk about Greg Reese's gateway video. Uh, go ahead, Junior. You're on the air. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you for taking my call. Also, just real quick, because um, I didn't realize we were talking about vaccines. My daughter was actually uh, denied dental care. Um, she had like an emergency at the hospital here <clears throat> because she wasn't vaccinated or, and I refused to test. Um, wow. But so now <clears throat> about the uh, Greg Reese video, he's 100% correct. I actually attended the, um, the Monroe Institute in, uh, I think it's North Carolina, where they developed this hemisync technology, where basically 
um, you lay down and basically meditate while on your back while listening to kind of, it's almost like white noise. And you could, they have also like that, like nature sounds that has this noise built into the back. And what it does is it syncs up the two hemispheres of your brain and basically leads to awakening in a profoundly rapid pace. And that's exactly what they don't want is for us to know the truth about the nature of the human body, which is we are basically like a spaceship. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even going to pull your, pull, your, pull your chain at all. Like, the truth is, and uh, this is for all you flat earthers out there, I have been to outer space and flown around the Earth. It's a sphere. Thanks to the Monroe Institute. Thank you for the call, Junior. The Reese Report is called Gateway Process, the CIA and Mankind's Hidden Potential, available on Bandot Video. We get back, we're going to show a bound report, a big wrap-up of the Davos and the WEF meeting that took place over the last week. The eugenicists, over 100 years ago, were very public about their plans. They financed major universities, they ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick evil scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. In early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your past support. Now that was a three coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the Second American Revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast, and you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Indeed, to masters of future. Tell us you have declared war on the United States and all free people of the world without telling us you have declared war on the United States and all free people of the world. The most striking finding that we found is that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that the geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. 
Uh, we may not know exactly when the next pandemic comes. We may not know when the next, next extreme weather event comes, but we know it's coming and we know it will intensify and it will get more frequent. So that's the new world. I think we're now in a world that has to be framed around shocks that are not just random or stochastic, but shocks that are systematically part of the landscape and that are intensifying in frequency and scale and impact. The reasons we understand have to do with the breaching of the planetary boundaries and the fact that pandemics are now baked into the system. But as healthy people in a widespread way start to have their brainwave data collected, the insights that we can gain through pattern recognition will exponentially increase and pretty quickly. Yes, but if a billion people stop eating meat, I tell you, it has a big impact. You can go to different places very efficiently without uh, using cars. There are no cars. Not one single car? It's, uh, it's going to be different types of transportation that are, uh, like I said, environmentally friendly. They will be, uh, it's based on renewable energy. Humanity will overcome capitalism so that we can live in our planet. Let's say that we have a different type of capitalism. The architects of the fourth industrial revolution gathered once again, flocking together like vultures of a feather, panicking about the climate change fortunes they should have been squeezing out of the globe by now via their precious carbon taxes. Mass extinction, air pollution, undermining ecosystem functions, really putting humanity's future at risk. This is a planetary crisis. This is a safety crisis, but above all, it is also a justice crisis. Many areas in the world are uninhabitable. This uninhabitable zone is increasing. If we continue with our greenhouse gas emissions, then by 2070, as many as 3 billion people will live in uninhabitable zones. And the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self governance on this world we have to act but we have to go further i have said this before but i say it again i'm convinced we will get to a low carbon no carbon economy we're going to get there because we have to build that workforce that is going to manage the extra 250,000 deaths that we're going to see from climate change for anybody watching online i'm just going to do a bit of audio description i'm a blonde uh, white woman from some arrive to fully insert foot into mouth and reveal their true nature as populist traitors um, I know when I use the internet in, in Europe uh, and I get all the warnings about cookies and whatnot, that actually makes me feel safer. That makes me feel better. And a lot of American consumers want that level of security mm. on the internet for your own data privacy and whatnot. Given the price of inflation, meat, eggs, milk, things like that in Georgia, how does it feel going to a five-star luxury event in the Swiss Alps? Does it feel wrong for the times? This really is a luxury event. Don't you think that sort of tone, it's the wrong tone for how it is in Georgia these days? 
In fact, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin may never recover from this. The problem that we have is the open press system and basically all the platforms. So if you're able to have five platforms, social platforms, that you can basically um, personify the extremes, somebody who is extremely right or extremely left, and it seems like that is the majority speaking, they're not the majority. But they're basically driving everybody to make a decision. While the globalist swine behind these scenes desperately force their minions to unleash holy hell on the truth, which is still pouring out of holes in the totalitarian social and mockingbird media dyke. Which, which uh, media are you with? Uh, I am an independent journalist from yeah, Japan. Yeah, no, thank you very much. <laughs> yes. I have and, to ask. Thank you. Thanks. We're in a world where all these technologies are available to both the good guys and the bad guys. The good guys are constrained by the rule of law and international norms. The sophistication of the private sector is, is improving and, and particularly important, the level of collaboration between the private sector and the government, especially the FBI, has, I think, uh, made significant strides. It's illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the U.S. I think that um, we, we have a strong reason why we have this uh, in the criminal law. Uh, we, uh, we need the platforms uh, to simply work with, with the language and to identify such cases. The AI would be too dangerous. Fake news and then disinformation. It was popularized six years ago at this point. Where are we today versus them? Terms like fake news and enemy, enemies of the people have been popularized cyclically in society mm. and in, in some of the most, you know, um, you know, repressive and dangerous moments, you know, Nazi Germany, Stalinist Russia, right? Um, there is no doubt that society seems to have at some level accepted how much the information ecosystem has been poisoned. Um, and... Um, and I think it's going to require real sustained effort from the platforms, from political leaders, um, from business leaders, and from consumers themselves to reject that. We are all connected in the LGBTQ community, so we would help you find the right people on the ground to advise you in that culture. And playing out from a PR standpoint what's going to could happen or not happen, um, but you have to do it. They're private jets causing a total of 9,700 tons of CO2, equivalent to the emissions of about 350,000 average cars in a week. Checking in to the decadent lavishness that Switzerland provides, facilities brimming with prostitutes protected by 5,000 soldiers. This is a Fox News alert. The New York Post is reporting tonight that the crowds of prostitutes who have flooded into Davos, Switzerland to service the sad elderly men who falsely believe they run the world have upped their prices and that some of these prostitutes are charging up to $2,500. That means at least somebody's betting, benefiting from the World Economic Forum. Well, they'll pay for sex, that's for sure, but they won't pay for anything else. Nope. Proclaiming their dominance and exclusion over humankind as a far superior species right out of the Nazi playbook. We, select group of human beings, because of 
whatever touched us at some point in our lives, are able to sit in a room and come together and uh, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial. Oddly, the hypocrisy began with George Soros flaking out on his comrades and Klaus Schwab slow to start with a mysterious health issue, while 99-year-old Henry Kissinger muttered incoherent ramblings about Ukraine joining NATO, which would absolutely cause a nuclear standoff and inevitable untold annihilation for millions. And fulfill the principles of America in bringing about a more peaceful But weakness, somberness, and unpopularity had overtaken the proceedings. The the out-in-the-open creation of a bioweapon and an mRNA vaccine that is killing and injuring people of all walks of life daily. Unavoidable as it happens on their television screens. Set up a regional vaccine manufacturing collaborative to develop a framework for regions that want to expand their vaccine manufacturing capacity. And we'll have a closed-door meeting later today to talk about how that framework can be improved and then shared with regions that are interested in increasing their manufacturing capacity. You you need the data. You need to know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been. Some of the vaccines that will come on down the line will be multiple. There'll be multiple shots. So you've got to have for for reasons to do with the healthcare more generally, but certainly for a, a pandemic or for um, for, for vaccines, you've got to have a proper digital infrastructure, and many countries don't have that. In fact, most countries don't have that. How far are we away from one vaccine that's both COVID and flu together? First, we need to have a flu. <laughs> and uh, if we have a flu, already we started uh, uh, experiments to combine the two. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us, and that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com, and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life, while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.